Hello and welcome to the Pondering Theologian podcast. I am the host, Nathaniel. In today's brief episode, I want to just touch for a moment on the idea of listening to secular music. Uh, I have always believed that music, just in general, is a very powerful tool to touch the soul, to reach Uh, into our hearts, our minds, to captivate images, to motivate us, to help reach catharsis, which is just this idea of expressing deeper emotions or experiencing them, working them out. Uh, If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen uh, reels, perhaps, where I just will sit down at a piano and play whatever I'm feeling. And that is one way that I find catharsis, just to work through uh, emotions and thoughts. And I've always just been attracted to music, that just full stop, just music, uh, whatever that may be, whether it's classical, whether it's Gregorian chants, whether it's metal, rap, uh, anywhere in between, it has not mattered necessarily the... Um, the artist, as long as the music is well played, and in, in my in my case, I prefer it to, to be pretty smooth, but also the lyrics say something that, that, that reaches to me, that touches me in some way. And sometimes that's just a fun thing, um, but a lot of times there's some deeper emotion to it. And it's been interesting in my life to have the moments where um, you have a conversation with Christians about music and they believe that you can only listen to worship music, whether that is hymns or whether that is coming through some place like Family Life Radio or Air One uh, or something from Focus of uh, uh, you know, a program from Focus on the Family, something that is explicitly Christian is, is is the point there. And I have struggled with this for a long time. And even in a, a brief search recently, I typed into the bar, can Christians listen to secular music? Because I was curious. And a lot of the first results or number, you know, top results I would argue, no, you can't uh, listen to secular music. Yes, if perhaps they are, uh, and, and they fall into a bunch of filtering uh, questions to ask before you listen to them. And sort of like my episode recently about banning books, I struggle to say that there is any one song that you cannot listen to because it does not reveal the spirit in some way. And that is not to say that there are some songs, some musicians that are very clearly trying to promote a different message. 
And I think you can have those moments where you go, okay, perhaps this band um, is not promoting the best thing, or perhaps I am not going to grow closer to God in this. And I would say you have to believe or understand or at least acknowledge that in music, because it can be so emotionally stirring, and if we believe that we can connect with with God, with the Spirit through it, and we can see that in various uh, psalms, right? The psalms were poetry and music written by David and others to worship God, um, and that still evoke emotions for people today, or people experience God through them today. Um, you have to understand and believe that there is some level of spiritual work in music. And that can be seen, I believe, in just the way that people respond to music. How many people do you know that get really amped up? They start moving, they start singing along, they start getting passionate when a certain song comes on. And some of that is just some things resonate with us um and you could say that oh you know the beat is catchy it just makes the body want to move or oh those just resonate with a particular experience or they help express a particular thing or make some other argument to or not argument um some explanation to why music does what it does to people uh, i be- i believe that there is levels of spiritual works behind it. And I'm not going to say that there's spiritual warfare that happens through music. That is something that would be a whole other episode. Um, But that is an argument that has been used for quite a long time. Uh, People argued against rock music being consumed by Christians because it opened the realm for demonic and spiritual warfare on the soul. Or guitars weren't uh, welcome in church, and in some places still aren't welcome in church because they are an instrument of the devil, of the evil spiritual forces. And that belief is very strong among some people, in part because I do believe there is some something to be said about the way that a spirit is connected a human spirit is connected through music connected to what is the question i don't uh i don't explicitly listen to christian music i probably more often than not to be perfectly honest resonate to a couple playlists that i have that are pretty heavily influenced by secular musicians and that's not to say that i don't listen to christian artists and to worship music i very much love hymns and classic music written by composers to be played in churches and those have very special places in my heart and i use them in worship especially when i'm helping to plan worship and direct worship and i very much do gravitate to other Christian artists. Toby Mack, uh, Jeremy Camp have been artists that I have loved for, well, I feel old, uh, probably, you know, a decade plus at this point in my life. 
and uh, I believe that there there's great things that come through having music in your life that is explicitly expressing Christian ideas and ideologies and messages rooted in the Bible in some way or in the experience of trying to connect to God, connect to others in the faith community. On the other side of that, I do believe very strongly that in a lot of the music in the world, you can connect to God. You can hear the spirit spoken. Um, again, we'll go back to, to preface. There are some bands that explicitly, it's hard to do that through. Uh, there's a band called Ghost. Uh, it's a rock band. And they, their persona, their, their shtick, if you will, is that they are uh, promoting Satanism. And so several of their songs are explicitly expressing pagan ideas or Satanist uh, ideas. So it's hard to listen to them and not uh, kind of get wrapped into that ideology, that world, that uh, to, to sing along with a verse that means something that is not in line with our beliefs as Christians. By that same note, there's a song um, called, um, what is it called? From the Pinnacle to the Pit that I had listened to several times when I, well, many, many a time when I had worked in um, retail. Um, was we played all, all music on our radio at the job. And it is explicitly outlining the fall of Satan. And so in that song, it's, it's a bit catchy, and it's kind of an interesting song to explore what it means to, to different people, the fall of the morning star, of Lucifer. And so there is still something that you could find in that to... To, to grow in in some way. I'm not recommending anyone go listen to Ghost. It's just an example. But there are plenty of other examples. Probably the two biggest uh, genres that I hear and have conversations about that uh, are espoused as being evil or promoting demonic ideas are rap um, and uh, metal, Specific, more specifically, I suppose, rock metal, um, rock and metal. It's, you know, Elvis is listened to by many uh, church ladies I know, but the, uh, the rest of rock and its varying subgenres is still very much pushed back against. And... I find some, honestly, I find that these genres do still have very beautiful and potent things that we can connect to the spirit through. I'll give you a few examples um, before we go that way. Uh, there will always be people who push back against these genres just being bad genres to listen to, or the music that comes from them is not good music. Uh, Lecrae is a Christian rap artist. 
has some very amazingly powerful songs some great themes does great work uh more of your old school style rap i guess not old school kind of a a mid-genre rap and great great messages again great christian ideas pushed through that um there's a rock band called petra that they're your old rock and roll style um maybe like your 80s 70s 80s more metal idea um great powerful christian uh, worship even comes out of their work so there will always be different levels of that uh, of resistance to that even when they are under the christian moniker Sorry for the pause there. Um, another great example of a Christian band that, uh, well, two examples of Christian bands that play uh, under the moniker of Christian, but also are out in the secular world doing great work, um, so to speak, is um, Switchfoot, where they will specifically go to festivals that are not Christian and they will work to to be included in um, what, I forget the name of the metal festival but there's a metal festival in Australia that they have gone and played because they are the only uh, expression of Christ coming through specifically on the stage and I think that that is great and um, that, is, that is another great example. That one's a little bit harder to argue with um, by some of the people that I talk to because they do uh, very specific Christian things, but they would say that places they go are not very Christian and that maybe they shouldn't go there, which is an interesting argument to examine another day. Another band would be Skillet. Skillet played on Christian radio, played on uh, secular uh, rock stations, metal stations. I think they're fantastic. I have, uh, I played it in church, uh, a church I was at one time, and I was told very quickly to turn it off. And I find it interesting. The, the idea was just the sound itself was demonic. Not that the words said anything wrong. Very interesting, in my opinion. Um, but to continue on, thinking more of ways that you can connect to Christ through secular music. I think there is some filter to put on it, right? I gave the example of Ghost. Um, you have to understand that the identity of the person and the goals of their music, uh, what, what it is that they are, I think that's something we need to be mindful of when we listen to music by whoever. Because there are... Um, plenty of songs, even by Christian artists, that I think you need to sit down and examine. I think it's, it's a Daniel Goki has a song that is very much a, a song. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll try to find it and put it in the, the notes, uh, whoever it is and what the song title is. But there's a song that's very much a white nationalist 
anthem. It does not necessarily go with much, much deeply rooted theology. And by that, I mean like rooted in the actual Bible within actual doctrine of the church. And it talks more from a, a Christian, American Christian kind of nationalist perspective in, in changing changing the world in a way that is not does not necessarily fit with the Bible. Um, and again, I apologize, I can't give you the exact example off the top of my head, but there are Christian songs like that that we have to sit down and imagine, um, you know, what it is. And you can find that even in hymns, right? Battle, um, Battle Hymn of the Republic. Beautiful hymn, I enjoy it, I have it memorized, I sung it in many choir concerts. I struggle on the 4th of July to sing it um, because it does not feel very worshipful to God for me at times to be singing something praising the country on an equal plane as God because God is, is far above anything that is and so that that's a struggle for me so so we can find this in whatever music by any any genre, but by anyone even who has the Christian moniker in what it is that has been written to be sung, to be played, that you have to, in part, pay attention to the motivations of the writer, of the artist, and what it is that they're going for, what it is that is actually being said. I sound like old timers that I argued with as a kid, uh, where I would say, I just like the beat of the music. Um, but you do have to pay attention to the words, otherwise you find yourself singing a song and then go, what is, what does this mean? Or what are these words that, that I'm saying actually? Um, what am I actually saying? Um, but there are great examples in the world of non-Christian artists singing things that I believe are very, very spiritual and, and it can take you into a great self-reflection via the Holy Spirit. Uh, probably my favorite right off the top of my head is uh, a song by the band Metallica called Nothing Else Matters. And initially you might think that it sounds more like a depressive song, but uh, it really does bring you back and when you listen to the to the lyrics to something that can be a self-reflection and can be an expression towards God even in worship um, one of the lyrics in there is trust I seek and I find in you every day for us something new open mind for a different view and nothing else matters and it goes on and that's it's, it's just a great song to kind of make you sit back and question is that a, a position that i actually have do i actually trust and seek and find in god something new every day do i have an open mind for a different view do i have other things that matter more than that uh, another one is a band called within temptation and they have a song called Angels. And the story of it is essentially being hurt 
by religion, by the by a priest, but in the song, it comes back to the greater thing, and and it's this this angel uh, that is protecting them. And that depends a little bit on your belief of the roles of angels in the world, but it's a beautiful song to come back and examine hurt, to have a cathartic exploration of hurt, even a church hurt. Um, there's, a, there's another one. Uh, this is a rap artist or R&B artist, uh, Tiny Tempa, a song called Written in the Stars uh, with Eric Turner. And... It, it, it's experiencing life from someone on the streets, but also someone who experienced abuse as a child. And knowing that there's something out there, experiencing this, this power of knowing that there's something else out there, that there is something for them written in the stars. Um, uh, what's the lyric? Uh, written in the stars a million miles away a message to the main seasons come and go i will never change i am on my way and when you listen to the song especially by way of the music video it really does do good good things in a cathartic way to kind of explore what it might be like to be an abused child if that has not been your experience, but also just the helplessness of being in a lower socioeconomic status and knowing that there is something out there, some place to go, you know, it's, it's hard to, to express a little bit that one, uh, one for myself. Um, cause I find it to be a very powerful song for my, myself, but it does help you to step back and zoom out of the situation you're in and connect to the the, the greater driving force. Um, same sort of vein, there's a band called Hell Yeah. Um, and they wrote a song called Hush, and it is explicitly for those who are abu- in abusive relationships, either as a child or a spouse. And it drives a very graphic picture in your mind of experiencing those and and helping you in your relations with other people in life and how to minister how to love how to reach to how to get an idea of what it is that goes on in their hearts and their spirits in their very bodies as the terror of that situation hits and some of these songs again are 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 secular artists singing them so there is some language in them but the power of the spirit to work through that to open your perspective to give you a different view of the world to experience the spirit even through something that isn't quote blessed in a christian means i think is powerful to remember to understand and there are lots of other songs that I I could dig into. Um, I said this was going to be a brief episode. Joke's on me. Joke's on you. Um, I'll, I'll name a few more here. Um, Burn by The Cure. Let the Bridges Burn by Kill Switch Engaged. Um, uh, HYFR by Drake. 
Oh, goodness. I'm trying to think of some more off the top of my head. There's lots of music that you can find the spirit in. And I think the only thing to step back and examine is what is the what is the thing the artist is trying to promote in the world? What is the thing the artist is trying to do with their music? I am not a giant Justin Bieber fan, and I think that a lot of music for a majority of uh, his career has not been for things that I particularly like or want or to promote. However, there's a song that explores his perspective, his experience as a child star, and it allows you to sympathize with them a little bit better. And as Christians, as people who are called to minister to everybody, helping to understand what it was like or what it is like in their shoes is one of the great tools to be more sympathetic or empathetic to them and be able to go into those conversations and love them more purely, more honestly. So whatever your position is on music as a tool for catharsis, as a way to worship God, as a way to gain deeper understanding of those around us, the world around us, situations that others find themselves in, whatever it is or isn't, I would encourage you to be a little open-minded and perhaps explore a little bit. I will put a list of song suggestions for you to explore in different genres, and I encourage you to give it a try. Listen to it, maybe go look at the lyrics and read while you listen, and see how the spirit may move you while you listen. As always, I am curious to hear your thoughts, your perspective, your position on all of these things down in the show notes is the contact for the podcast. You can reach out on social media, you can email me, you can go over to the website several different ways. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to have a conversation. Uh, So please reach out. As always, I hope that you are doing well. Know that God loves you so very much. There is nothing that you or anyone else can do about it. We'll see you in the next episode.